And welcome, everybody, to episode number 31 of the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. I'm your host, Rob Fitoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on Twitter, at P Fitoff. Again, that's at P's and Paul, T's and Tom, H-I, T's and Tom again, O-F-F, Frank Frank. For all Notre Dame athletic updates, please go to my Twitter account. And episode 31 is presented by BetUS.com. Bet with a three-decade leader, BetUS. Join now for a 125% bonus using promo code DSP125. Again, that's DSP125 or a 200% bonus with crypto using promo code DSP200. Again, that's DSP200 and bet sports, casinos, horses, pop culture, and more at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid, BetUS.com. So for this episode 31... This is the Clemson preview. So this game, Clemson coming in number five in the country. I'm recording this um, about an hour, an hour and a half before we actually get the playoff rankings. And you got to think they're probably going to be in the top five to seven uh, for the playoff rankings. So that'll be the actual official ranking. But as of right now, Clemson is ranked fifth. They're eight and zero. Oh. Obviously, we're not ranked. We're five and three. But this game is 7.30 on NBC, a night game. Hopefully the crowd and the team show up because pretty much this whole year at home, the crowd's been flat, the team's been flat. Probably the best they've looked at home is the second half of the Cal game. What I'm hoping to see from this game is that what we thought, I didn't think so, but after the BYU game, everybody thought everything was fixed. We're going to run the table. but then. Uh, Stanford happened, and then a lackluster win with UNLV. Hopefully that Syracuse game can propel them, because I think they finished the Syracuse game a lot stronger than what they did for the BYU game. That's why I have hope for this game. And actually, I'm going to pick Notre Dame again to win this game, but let's get into the, the details pretty quickly here. So again, Clemson, their offensive averages look impressive, but those – those averages have gone up when they played uh, lesser tier teams and their last couple games where they played some quality opponents, those numbers have gone down. So they're averaging 37 points per game compared to us at 28 points per game. They're giving up only 19.9 points per game. Again, their defense, especially their defensive line is their strong suit. We're giving up 22 points per game. So total yards um, offensively, they're uh, averaging 422 yards per game compared to our 383. And if you look at their passing yards, 236 for Clemson. We're at 196. That number kind of shocks me, but I think those are averages too were before Drew Pine started kind of shitting the bed the last uh, two, two to three games. And then yards rushing, we're pretty much dead even. They're at 185.4. We're at 186.6. So then the defense, pretty much the strong suits for both both teams right now especially D-line for Clemson. So if you look at Clemson, they're giving up 332 yards per game. We're only we're just, just a tad behind them, 334 yards we're giving up. And then if you've got passing yards, they're giving up more passing yards than us. They're giving up 244 to 204. But this is where – this is the heart of their team right now is their uh, defensive line. They're only giving up 87.9 yards per game. And even though we got a lot better last week, that average is still not where I want it to be. We're giving up 129.1 yards per game. If you look at, I mean, except, you know, offensively, they're about, let's see, about 40 yards more per game than us. 
we're pretty evenly matched right now, except even though their quarterback is not the greatest, and I, I can pronounce this name really good, DJ Uyunglele. I pronounced that really good. I've been practicing that. But that name really has never uh, – to a Tugley Viola. That's the one that always gets me. But anyway, so if you look at their leaders on the offense, DJ Uyunglele, he's at uh, about 63% completion percentage. He's got 17 TDs to four INTs. He has somewhat struggled this year, not as bad as last year, but there's been at times where a lot of the Clemson fans have wanted him to be benched for the, and I don't have, I'm sorry, I don't have the actual backup quarterback here, but I'm thinking Notre Dame can wreak some havoc with him. Again, he's not Trevor Lawrence. I know he had a pretty good game two years ago when he replaced Trevor Lawrence uh, in the 2020 game. He does not scare me like a Trevor Lawrence or a Deshaun Watson Taj Boyd back in the day. And then if you look at Drew Pine, he's down to about 61% completion percentage, 13 TDs, four INTs. He's really struggled the last three games. And then their uh, running back, they got a pretty good running back. His name is Will Shipley. He was heavily recruited by Notre Dame. They put pretty much all their eggs into him and they ended up not getting him. But actually they ended up getting Logan Diggs instead, who was only a three-star recruit. And I think Logan Diggs has had a pretty solid season this this so far this year he was rumored to be transferring last year but he's had a great season so far we didn't get will shipley but we got logan Dix anyway 123 carries for 739 yards 10 tds audrick estime our leading rusher of course 99 carries for 558 yards eight tds and then receiving antonio williams is their top receiver get this he's got 29 receptions for 364 yards two tds I hate that our leading receiver is a tight end. Michael Mayer has 47 receptions compared to their leading receiver at 29, 580 yards, six TDs. That's great numbers for Michael Mayer, but we've got to get one of our receivers more involved in the game right now. If you're tight end, you're leading receiver, there's a problem, at least in my opinion, that is. Yes, Clemson's 8-0. They're a solid team. A lot of those offensive numbers to lead to high averages. The early season opponents they had were against uh, lesser tier teams. So if you look at the last couple games for Clemson, so they opened up with Georgia Tech 41 to 10, Furman 35 to 12. Obviously these these are all wins. Louisiana Tech 48 to 20. Then they started playing some better competition. At Wake Forest 51 to 45, it took two overtimes to beat them. And that's where DJ Uyunglele had some really good numbers to kind of inflate his stats a little bit because Wake Forest's defense is awful. NC State, they won 30-20 to at home. Boston College sucks. They're awful. You know, this 31-3. Then they had Florida State, not the Florida State of old, but it was at Florida State. They only won by 6, 34-28. And then their last game was against Syracuse, common opponent last week where we beat by 17 Probably should have been by more, but could have, should have, would have. They only beat Syracuse at home 27-21, to and they trailed that game 21-7 to at halftime, I believe. So having said that, it's a solid team. They have a great defensive line, solid defense. You, you can't make mistakes against this team. This is not this is not Trevor Lawrence. When I said their leading, leading receiver, Antonio Williams, this isn't T. Higgins. This isn't Trevor or uh, Amari Rogers. This is a team where we match up pretty well if we play our game. The biggest thing is, how's Drew Pine going to play? 
And I have I want to have faith this week in Tommy Reese that he's going to put him in situations where he can succeed and not um and not give him too much to handle. I think he's given him too much to handle the past couple weeks. And if you look at Drew, he was always he was always a confident kid, but in the early games in that game against Wisconsin last year, he had some swagger about him. Just look at him now. He looks rattled. He looks confused. He looks like he's antsy. That confident kid is not there anymore. And I have faith in Tommy Reese that he's going to simplify things this week and put him in situations where he can succeed. So having said that, I think the crowd's going to be up for this game. I think the team's going to be up for this game. We're going to kind of have that bend but don't break defense where we hold them to more field goals than touchdowns. We get some, and we're going to have to have this. We're going to either have to have some turnovers, a pick six, kind of like what we had last week in Syracuse. I think the home crowd uh, can help us with that. We jump out to a lead. Somehow we score a touchdown at some point with our offense. Like I said, I hate to say it this way, but Tommy kind of dumbs it down for, uh, or no, I should say simplifies it more for Drew. And we get a touchdown on our own on offense where we don't have to have the defense give us good field position or our special teams give us good field position. Somehow we get out to a decent lead. We let uh, Clemson just get field goals. And I say we win 24 to 20. By winning this game, this changes the narrative a little bit to propel us to finish the season strong. Now we're looking at six and three, obviously no playoffs, no New Year's Six Bowl, but this propels us into next season. And people say, hey, maybe it's just those early season struggles, getting out the baggage from the old regime, the old coaching staff. Even though I still don't know if Tommy Reese is the answer long term, this will change the narrative going forward that, hey, Notre Dame, Notre Dame isn't the laughing stock what people were thinking with those losses to uh, Marshall and to Stanford at home. So before I forget, though, I wanted to, because in my last podcast, I had mentioned about the Lou Holtz days. And when I had said, you know, if we had passed, you know, 10, 15, sometimes 20 times a game, it really, when I said that comment after the podcast, and I couldn't go back to correct it, I was like, I don't even think we even passed that much. I looked at that one game for Tony Rice. We had beat Michigan, I believe it was 24 to 19. That's when Rocket had those two kickoff returns for touchdowns. Here's Tony Rice's stats for that game. One of two for six yards. It's just to show you how different of a time that was. And I know we rushed a lot last week, but we can't do that in this day and age. That's just not possible. If we limit mistakes, if they simplify things for Drew Pine, play solid defense, bend but don't break, hold them to field goals, this game we can win and we should win really. If we're up for this game and play our game, we should win this game. 24 to 20 Irish. So for episode 31, thank you for tuning in. And as always, go Irish.